Welcome to episode number 228 of the Taken With You podcast for June 16th, 2013. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Stick around. There you go. Welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode. Of Take Him With You. Of Pigs in Space. Um, No, dear, you're confused. I love the Muppet Show. That was a great show. Too bad they don't <laughs> have it anymore. Well, did you ever see the Muppet movie, the no, last one? No, but I one? sure would like to see it. I can't believe you haven't seen it. I haven't. I went with my daughter-in-law and her mom to see, and I think maybe Catherine. Uh to see the last Muppet movie. It was pretty good. So, yeah, here we are for another episode of the Taking With You podcast. Yes, it is. And it's also Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, dear. Mm-hmm. Thanks. You had um, you had a nice treat this morning, didn't you? Yeah, I got a nice breakfast. Yeah, Catherine made real hash browns from real potatoes. Mm-hmm. And we have farm fresh eggs from a farm... Um, that I I work at once a week, and I buy eggs from their son. Anyway, it was a good breakfast, sure. Yeah, and bacon. Was, the bacon was a little burnt, but I like the burnt parts. So mm. that worked out okay for me. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, so then we went to church and had a good service at church and then uh, met the rest of the kids at uh, the Chinese restaurant, had more food, Mm-hmm. The neighbors were nice and gave us some fresh strawberries today. Some locally grown fresh strawberries. They were amazing. From Spooner Farms. They were so amazing because like a lot of times when we get strawberries shipped from California, they're just kind of red on the outside, but they're white all the way through. But these locally grown vine ripened strawberries are red all the way through <coughs> which is and really good yummy stuff well no, you don't even need sugar yeah, or sweetener or anything yeah i just i just washed them and cut them up and put them in a little plastic container and and Catherine goes did you put sugar on these i said no they didn't need it they're actually ripe strawberries <laughs> which is amazing <laughs> yeah they're delicious 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 i tell you liked them jeez i know i get excited about good fruit and then for church this morning um, I had bought a cantaloupe when I was up in Olympia working, um, on Tuesday, and I I thought I didn't have time to bake anything, so I just chopped up this cantaloupe, and it was like perfectly ripe. Now tomorrow it probably would have been too ripe, but today there's just nothing really better than just perfectly ripe fruit. Now the day after it's perfectly ripe, it's not that good anymore. <laughs> it starts. That it means it's starting to spoil. But the day that you catch it, when it's perfectly ripe, like the strawberries today, were like perfectly ripe. Those are always nice when you get those. And the cantaloupe was really good too. Sure. So we've had a good fruit day. Yeah. 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 So um, today. What else did you have for Father's Day? Um, well, Andrew bought your lunch. Mm-hmm. 
So that was really nice. And then the owners of the restaurant brought me special food. They were sweet. Yeah, they were real they, nice. <laughs> they bought brought you two different dishes that were special. Yeah, and, and said Happy Father's Day. But I go there a lot. So. And you do their web work and yeah. all their techie stuff for yeah, them. Yeah, they're good people. So they they treat you really nice. So yeah. they were. So that was fun. And, yeah. then, uh, and then, then we went to Walmart. And Nathan got you something, too. He got me this hilarious video that he made on Amazon and a gift card. The, the, <laughs> the video was rather strange. It was awesome. Go to my Facebook page and watch it. It was it was a little bit odd. No, it was I, hilarious. Yeah, it yeah. was odd. But it was one of those jib-jab yeah. videos where, they put, where you put the person's face in there, so he put mine in there. Yeah, it's kind of <coughs> different. And added, uh, he added um, sideburns. And he gave you an Amazon gift card, so you're saving up for your next round of Star Trek. Star Trek Blu-rays, baby. <laughs> I still don't have the first season. I need to get that on Blu-ray. Oh, really? Yeah, I've got hmm. season two and three now. Huh. Well, I didn't really care for season one very much. So. I mean, I do have some of the defective discs that don't have the right Dolby digital sound on them that a friend gave to me. Mm-hmm. My friend Kevin, he was really nice. Yeah, well, the first season of Next Generation is not my favorite. Well, you have the first season on DVD. Not the remastered ones. Not <coughs> not the remastered, but you have the first season. I apologize to everybody. I, I don't usually, I don't know why I'm sitting here coughing and choking. I have it all day. So Here's. we found out something. We went last night, we went to my niece's graduation party she just got a bachelor's in paramedic medicine yeah and she also finished fire academy with the the fire chief award which means that they gave her like the outstanding award that if they could hire her to their fire station Mm -hmm. that they would so it was like a really good recommendation that award was so now she's a full paramedic and a full firefighter wow and um but we found out something really sad about my niece that she has never watched star trek movies or Star Wars movies. So I'm going to have to remedy so, that. Yes, and, and and she's related to us. Can you believe it? No, we, we totally love her, and, and you know, it's okay. But uh, <laughs> but we said, we need, we need to have you up to watch um, Star, <laughs> Star Wars stuff or Star Trek stuff. That was cute. It was. Yeah. So what are you doing? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. I'm doing a podcast with you. Oh, okay. What do you mean? You're looking at your... I I was losing my place, but I found it again. Um, you asked some questions on Facebook, so we'll um, talk about those in a little bit. Yes, we will. So what are you doing right now? I was working on something while we're talking. Okay. So <laughs> I think we should pause now because I'm Why? not Why do you sure want me to what pause? to do. <laughs> what do you mean we're not sure? We'll be back in just a moment and we'll talk about what happened at our house this last week and while my wife is freaking out. And I'm not sure why. So stick around. We'll be right back. So what did you do this last week? What, what does your week consist of? Um, lots of work. Yeah. Lots and lots of work. And then, um, 
like I said yesterday, Saturday, the reason, part of the reason why we didn't do the podcast last night was um, a good part of the day we got up and Catherine and I went down to our little church that we go to and set up for a car wash and we did a car wash to help raise money for her mission trip and we want to say thank you to everybody who has helped out and that is really cool she now has enough money to buy her plane ticket pretty much we have a few more people that have pledged and as soon as those pledges get in she'll have enough for the ticket and then then she needs to start saving for gas money and food money for when she's there. Yeah, but yeah. they have a free place to stay. Which is great. And a car that um, the missionary they're going to stay with um, has a car that she's going to pick them up from the airport. It's a four-hour drive. Wow. And we found out a little bit more about what she does. Um, she works with an organization that builds schools in Africa. And... Um, they are planning on opening the school in September. So Catherine and the other people she's going with, um, they will be probably painting and putting up trim, you know, cleaning, getting the school ready to open because they're going to be going in August. So mm. just kind of finishing up the school so it'll be nice for the kids. Uh, and then... Um, the lady they're staying with also does um, like kind of free child care or play school for the local children um, so that their moms can have a break or earn some money, you know, work or whatever. And she also does a breakfast for some of the children that live in the, the apartment complex mm. that she lives in she provides food for them and that's nice so um they're gonna get to be involved in some of that um the child care and the feeding programs and and um, also helping finish the school well that'll be very so cool. she'll probably come back pretty tired <laughs> by the time she's done but it'll be a neat experience and she's gonna be brushing up on her french because we oui, we oui. um it's <laughs> There's two main languages there, the native language and French, because it had been a French colony at one point. A French colony. So most of the signs are in whatever the native language is. I can't remember the name of it, and French. Wow. She did have a year of high school French, but she's going to be um, doing a little brush up before she yeah. goes. Well, that's <laughs> exciting for her. That's great. Yeah. And you were nice to go and... So, the, yeah, worked on the car wash with her, and then um, we came home, tried to get a bunch of the mud off of us because we got really dirty, and we drove out to Raymond and went to my niece's graduation party. Yeah, and So came when home. we got back, we were kind of too tired <laughs> to do the podcast last night. Yeah. So yeah. how was your week, my dear? Uh, it was different. It was different. You're still hoping for more jobs. You finished up a video job. I well, kind of. Kind of. Um, hopefully. Probably going to be all done with that this week, as far as the approval is concerned, and then that would be great, and I'll be done. But um, no, I, I, you know, I was looking for work this last week, and then had a couple of leads, and then um, sometimes in my business, you know, you can start working on something, and it may not go the way that you wanted it to go because the client is either difficult or doesn't know what they want. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of got it. I was all excited because I got a 
a fairly decent contract. I was pretty happy with it. Mm-hmm, to and, do a couple songs. Yeah, and then it kind of started turning weird, and we'll see how it goes. But it was yeah. a little more tough than I expected it to be, and not my fault. It's just uh, they're not exactly sure what they want. And that always puts me in a bad situation mm-hmm. because in order for me to create something that is media-driven, I kind of have to know what they want. Mm-hmm. That's your phone ringing. That's my phone ringing? I believe so. No, my phone's right here, dear. Oh, is that our home phone ringing? It is our home phone, which we don't ever use. Yeah, we've thought about canceling it because we hardly ever use that phone. We get spam. Yeah, we usually just get like 800 numbers. It's kind of annoying. I'm just seeing if anybody called me here. No. Okay. No. So I don't know if anyone else deals with that. Just you know, well, I don't. A lot of people got rid of their. A lot of. Have you? Do you still have a home phone? That's a good question. Do you still have one? Because a lot of our friends don't. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know my sister and brother-in-law. They got rid of their home phones and they just use their cell phones. And and our kids just never have gotten when they moved out, and they've never gotten. Um, I want to call them snail phones. Why do I want to call them snail phones? But landlines is what we were. I was talking to someone the other day and I go, when we were kids, there was one kind of mail and there was one kind of phone. And now there's two kinds of mail and, now and two you kinds have, of phones. Now you have to. Actually, four kinds of phones. Now you have to, to clarify, is it a landline or is it your cell phone? Or is it your smartphone or. Yeah. Some people have satellite phones. Or is it your tablet? Yeah, yeah, your instant. And a lot of times, the younger generation, they don't call. They just text. Mm-hmm. And they don't usually use email as much as texting. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, and now we have email and we have snail mail. Mm-hmm. The traditional mail, snail mail. So it's, it's kind of different. But How did we get on this? I don't know exactly. <laughs> it's kind of just thinking about when we were kids, how it was different. Well, so my week was consisted of looking for more work, but I haven't had a whole lot of luck lately, which all of a sudden happened. Uh, it's It goes like that. So it's been a little tight it, trying to get It's a little perfect. scary. We're going to have our anniversary is this next week, and yeah. it probably will be very... Um, min- like, minimalistic you know what I think celebrating it, this is, it. <laughs> I think if we look back, this is probably the same month we had a rough month last year, too. Yeah, I remember last Goes year we didn't do very much. I think, no. did we go? It'll be 27, to, 27 years. Yeah, we went out to the beach for dinner. Did we last Was that last year or the year before? I don't know. I think last year we just went out to eat. After 27 time. years, they kind of run together. But, you know, looking back through the years... I remember some years when we had little babies that we watched a Star Trek video and ate you bake pizza and, and that had was M&Ms our for dessert, yeah. That was our big to do, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, there are times that you know, some but our we did have one anniversary that was kind of a big to do. You didn't like it as much as I did, but our twentieth anniversary we went to the Grand Canyon. I went to the Star Trek exhibit at the Las Vegas Hilton. 
and and I chose the Grand Canyon. Yeah, and so we but it was like ten hours on a bus that day, mm -hmm. five hours to the Grand Canyon and five hours back. I remember that. And you really weren't <laughs> fond of the ten hours. We ate on our the bus. our anniversary dinner was a chicken teriyaki sub from Subway at a gas station. Standing in standing on ninety up. degree weather and hot on a it hot pavement. It was like yeah, ten o'clock at night Jeez. and we were standing <laughs> next to a bus. <laughs> but I really enjoyed seeing the Grand Canyon. Yeah. I I would have liked to stay there longer. I wouldn't go next to the edge of it. Yeah. No, so, thank you. I do not like that. Yes. But I was glad you took me. And I was glad you went to the Star Trek exhibit with me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not there anymore. How sad. How yeah. sad. And that's part of the reason why we went there at that time. Because we knew Well, that it's part of the reason I sold you on going. Yeah. That yeah. was pretty fun, though. I have to admit, that was a good time. And the architecture in Las Vegas was really interesting. I enjoyed that. Yeah. There's a lot of other aspects of Las Vegas that I could have left. You know, not hmm. been Well, around, they say, you know, what goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. So you can leave it there if you want. Well, I just wish it wouldn't have been there. I think some of their billboards were a little tacky. Um, yeah, there's a lot of other things I could complain about. But the Starbucks iced tea was good. The architecture was good. And the Star Trek exhibit the was Star awesome. The Star Trek exhibit, yes. And we really got to, we really enjoyed talking to the characters at the actors that dressed up like like Ferengi or like Klingons, Klingons or, or Borg. Or we never talked to a Borg, do you? No, we didn't talk to a Borg. Borg we but did talk to a Klingon. And an Andorian mm -hmm. with the blue yeah. things on their heads. It was yeah. called Star Trek The Experience. That was fun. was. Yeah. Right next to the Space Casino. This year will be probably a pretty mellow anniversary, I'm thinking. Yeah, like, unless something happens. <laughs> unless there's a miracle. <laughs> yeah. But that's so okay. We'll the out. most important thing is that we've stayed married 27 years. That's yeah. a pretty big accomplishment. Yeah, I'm not sure how you do it. You know, I had a thought today. You had a thought today. I had a thought today. But you're not sure how you do it either? No, I. it was like, you know, sometimes different things that we can say to each other or do can kind of irritate each other or hurt our feelings and I had a thought you know what you either forgive or you leave and so I thought ah, forgiving sounds like a good idea <laughs> so you, what you're saying is you've forgiven a lot over the years and that's why we're still together and I think you probably have to, because I know I've hurt your feelings through the years. And very you're seldom. Still, you're still with you me. You very seldom hurt my feelings. I tend to be the more sensitive person. You hurt my feelings when it's more hormonal. Like when I have PMS, you're yes. trying to say? Yes. Premonstrative syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, I I usually try to put a guard on my lips. You put a guard on your lips? I don't want you to put no guards on your lips. Well, the Bible says to, you know, watch your lips, like <laughs> about what you say. Loose lips sink ships. Something like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's it's a good what idea. What she's meaning to say is that she watches what she says. I try to. I don't always succeed. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. But you do pretty good. I try to. Well, and you, know, you down a lot of vitamin B. Yes, and magnesium and calcium supplements help. Oh, my gosh. Um, but
but you know I think that that's something we're going to talk in a little bit about about things our dads have said yeah. you know but yeah. I think uh, <laughs> the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks and once you say something you can't really take it back who was that I was talking to the other day was it you or someone else that really wish we could have a rewind button like where you could just like touch a button and the last 30 seconds of of what you said would be erased and it, <laughs> it could go because how many times do we say things and we think oh i shouldn't have said that <laughs> or i shouldn't have reacted that way probably more times than we think but, you know, it's it's hard because a lot of times after you say something, you can't take it back. So it's best to think before you say. <laughs> it doesn't always work. Um, it doesn't always happen. But, yeah. 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 But that's what, you know, we have a choice. You either forgive or you don't, yeah, have I a I don't know how people could stay married if they didn't forgive. I don't see how that would work. Yeah, you know, and so, yeah. So I got lots of challenges this last week on forgiving and moving on. It seems like that happens to me. I made a statement at the beginning of the week about uh, on Facebook that said something like, um, you know, we have a choice to, you know, wallow in the past or go forward. And, of course, what happens when I make a statement like that? You run into people that really hurt you in the past, yeah. and you have to like all week, mm-hmm. even and today. then even clients were tough to work with. Yeah, and even today we walk into <sighs> a restaurant, and there is here a, it is Father's Day, and my son has invited me out for dinner uh-huh. or for lunch, and I walk in, and some of the most awful people that ever there there was one couple in there <sighs> that refused to have my son wait on them when he was working. working at it. Like, and store here and it town. was over church stuff because yeah. they he Thought was that. he was our son and they were just really mean to him and oh and I don't even I can't even go into the details the, of the other stuff but the other couple threatened to were. sue us twice and, and over funny. church stuff yeah and, and uh. so so we were, I made it I saw him right away you didn't think I saw him I saw him right yeah. away and uh, and I just chose to say hi to him on the way past. So I said hi, yeah, guys. I said hi. And I just went and sat down at my table, and I didn't I didn't ever give him a second thought. So, but it's just yeah. it is interesting. And then I run into a couple different people this week that uh, are really difficult situations, and I just shake my head and think, well, I guess when I say things like that, I'm going to be challenged on them. So I might as well go forward. There's nothing but, I can do. But you know, that's the thing is, is when we hold unforgiveness against people it doesn't really hurt them it hurts us yeah it's kind of like the saying um having unforgiveness or bitterness towards someone is like wishing someone ill but you're drinking the poison yeah (laughs) but you know i mean it's it just poisons our lives i think i think you know when you when you come up with good healthy boundaries in your life the best thing to do is just, you know, if somebody's continuously, if they prove that they're going to hurt you over and over and over, well, then you just figure out situations where you're not around them. And yeah, you're, you're, you, if you it run doesn't into mean them, you hate them. Yeah. It doesn't mean, 
you know, and and quite honestly, my stomach didn't churn. I didn't yeah. get all upset. In fact, I just let the. In fact, the waitress at the place was like, "Ooh, she knew the tension there that was there." Yeah. I didn't show any tension at all because I didn't have any. Yeah. Uh, I just choose to not. I'm not gonna worry well, about it. Well, I something that I have always said is that it's good to be kind to everyone. Yeah. Um, even if they haven't been kind to you in the past. It's good to be kind. Now, wisdom would say if someone has repeatedly abused, abused you. you, well, you might not spend every spare yeah. moment with that person. Or be best friends. And be anything. best, you know, best buds. But, but you also wouldn't but, try to harm them or but anything. But you don't harm anyone. Or try you're, to get them back yeah. or anything like that. That's crazy. And Which brings me to an, kind an interesting thing that we got in our... Uh, in our Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, one of our listeners, Chris, by the way, uh-huh. hi, Chris, said uh, that he had a suggestion for a future podcast. And I think we should do this one next week. Okay. Uh, he said, I have a suggestion for a future podcast, or maybe you've already done this and I missed it. Um, to start with, he said, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do next professionally and personally. And I'd love to hear how you went from being a pastor to running, taking with you and freelance studio work. I kind of know the situation which led you to your departure, but I'd also like to know where you got the ideas to move to where you are. How you and Amy seem completely changed uh, to have completely changed the course of your careers and what you would tell the rest of us who are thinking of making changes. And he was, that's a great great question and it's a great mm-hmm. subject so we thought that we would cover that next week after father's day here that we would talk a little bit about our journey and some of the things that we've had to do to take those steps to move on and uh and you know some of it's been very successful at times and other times it's been hard so yeah, yeah I, I don't think and anytime think, you're an entrepreneur yeah. or you're or you're trying to do things out out of the traditional system mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna face good times and lean times mm-hmm. but i think we're gonna we're continue we're starting to face better or more good times than bad, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and even though right yeah. now is not well, such a great time. <laughs> well, <laughs> it figures that question but, come right about the time over, we're not making any money. But. Overall, the <laughs> the last two years have been a, a quite a bit of an improvement oh, compared I, to the first year. And I do have you know, to say this. We have some really cool friends because just in the last week, nobody knew that we weren't doing well. Mm-hmm. And just this past week, we've had like three, four listeners send in a uh, donation to us and say thanks for the podcast. That, that was really, really that encouraging. Was very and, sweet. and it very almost made timely. me cry <laughs> because it's like, oh my gosh, they have no idea. And, and it was just really, really nice. So thank you to those of you that did that. And we have a, a good friend um, up in Canada that um, she didn't realize what was going on either and sent us a really nice gift for our anniversary. And it was so timely. And oh my was, gosh, it, it was, was amazing, and it was so nice. In a way, it was very it generous. Was kind of sad that it had to go towards bills instead of a special y- night yeah, out. But, but that's okay. at the same time, right. it means that you we know it helped us yeah. go towards our utility and I, bill. And I was or... really, I was really worried that we were going to have to, you know, make some do some desperate things, and then it just happened to be just enough. So yeah, uh, you know, so with There's everybody not, helping us like that, and we didn't ask for the help. Not really. anything extra right now, but at least it the was, mortgage is paid. But I have to say how cool, how cool is that? 
Yeah. I mean, it was good timing. So thank very, you, everybody who yeah. who stepped up to the plate like that, and you just don't even know what it means to us. It's very, very um, helpful and and it's humbling, humbling. too. Yeah. You know, and I've thought about that. Um, you know, there are some people that have these big mega ministries and and they're getting millions of dollars in and living like kings. Yeah. Um, we're not like that. No. <laughs> and we don't, you know, usually. I don't really want to be like that. Yeah, we don't want to be. And and when we get into our subject next week, um, it might touch a little bit on that. And yeah. part of the reason why we're trying to live our Christian life a little bit differently than some of the organizations out there that we've been affiliated with Mm -hmm. because of the abuses we've seen. What we saw behind the scenes. Amazingly. I mean, we should just Uh, do a whole podcast on that, except everybody would puke. Yeah. But it is interesting to hear. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. interesting to hear. And I mean, some of you folks would be amazed at who we actually knew and, and what we've seen behind the scenes of stuff. And and one of the reasons that we don't participate in that kind of stuff anymore, like we used to, and as big of like organized yeah. religion and yeah. stuff. So now you know, I mean, not yeah. in and we have to we'll have to qualify because there has been a lot <clears throat> of good things done. Oh yeah, through organized religion, we're not saying throw the baby out with the bathwater. We're just saying, for us, we've been kind of burnt and we've seen too much and so we've had to take a step back well and instead of ignoring it and pretending like it doesn't really happen and living in a fake world we actually decided well we're going to live differently and we're not Mm going to we're not going to be part of that anymore but that doesn't mean we don't still love god it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. we don't still want to talk to people about our faith and there's a lot of good people there's some more there's more good people than there are bad in in those organizations and you know there are are giving, even the people giving to those organizations, most of them didn't realize some of the no, abuses no. that are going on. And most they were don't. they were giving to God. And yeah. I think God <laughs> saw their heart. And, and there were some good things that were going on there. It's just sadly when you've seen some of the behind the scenes stuff, it just makes you shake your head. And so, yeah. but we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> yeah, but, and, and especially, Chris, we'll, we'll address your question of, of you know what do you do when you come to that situation you go okay i'm not going to do this anymore i'm i'm going to try something different what kind of things what steps you take to to do that because there are some steps to take and there's some some good ways and bad ways to go after that so Mm -hmm. we'll talk about them next time i'll Mm -hmm. take him with you but today we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back to talk about things our dad has said to us Things our dad says or has said. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it should be very fun. Uh, we will read some folks' uh, comments from Facebook. We'll tell you what our, our dads have said. And, uh, yeah, and that'll be that. And we'll close up. So stick around. Hang on. And here we go on uh, Things Our Dad Said here on the Take Him With You podcast. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> was that the dad or the mom? Uh, probably the mom. That I, was I, from the Christmas story yeah, movie. That was, that's yeah. such a funny movie. 
<sighs> Fragile. Must be French. <laughs> Fragile, dear. Fragile. Fragile. Yeah, that was a funny movie. So, yeah, all of us have grown up in somewhere, somehow, and I'm sure that we've heard some interesting sayings mm-hmm. from our dads. And some of them have, um, you know, things that they say all the time. I thought it was hilarious today when we asked our kids at, at lunch. Um, I asked, the, I told them what we we're going to be talking about today on the podcast and said, so what is something I've said all the time? They wouldn't say. They were all quiet until my daughter-in-law goes, fantastic. <laughs> that was funny. And I'm, everybody just kind of looks around. And I went, I kind of turned red and realized, I guess I say that a lot. I are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was fantastic. She said fantastic, but I remember you saying awesome. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I I find I don't have very good ones, do I? I, mean, I would, you know, some people have all these really cool fun ones and I don't. Sometimes people text me and I find myself doing things like cool, smiley face. Over and over, and I go. That's because you live with I me. I really need to change up my my vocabulary. Is just rocking. <laughs> I know all these big words. Yeah, wrong. Play me on words with friends because you'll win. <laughs> I do three letter words. You, you beat me sometimes. Yeah, sometimes when you're really naughty. <laughs> when I'm really <laughs> naughty. You said I beat you. Oh, I meant <laughs> you win some of the games. Okay, all right. Not very often. Yeah, well, yeah, you do sometimes. Yeah, so I, you know, yeah. but no, I, I, you know, some people have like these philosophical, philosophical, philosophical mm-hmm. things that, you know, their fathers have said to them and different things. So uh, I will find that r- very interesting to uh, to hear other people's uh, thoughts on that. I didn't realize I said there, fantastic. There was so a, a book that I listened to, an audio book this last week called The Wedding. It was by Nicholas Sparks, and it was a sequel to The Notebook. <sighs> so, and and it was really neat. It had a little biography. He t- talked about his life and how he came to be a writer. You would have found that really fascinating. Um, but one of the characters... Um, in the book was the same one that was in the first book, but he's really old, Noah. And every time someone would go and visit him, they'd say, well, how are you doing? And he'd always say, well, not too great. Could be a lot worse, though. <laughs> and he always, every time they see I him. I know people that say that. And not too great, but could be a lot worse. <laughs> and I thought, well, that's kind of, you know, I mean... I mean, this was a guy crippled by rheumatoid arthritis, and he lost his wife. And, you know, he's kind of older and sad to be in a nursing home. But he always said, but not as bad as it could be, I guess. Well, I, I told Catherine, well, don't, I mean, I said, knock, knock, she said. Who's there? I said, Kleenex. Kleenex are better than dirty necks. No, I say, you're supposed to say Kleenex who. Kleenex and then I who. Kleenex. Yeah. I say that one a lot, I guess. Yeah. Whenever anyone at our house is fighting a cold or allergies or anything. You can be sure. Like 10 times a day, <laughs> Rick will say, knock, knock. And now you know the simplicity there. of Rick Moyer's mind. Uh, yeah. So so let's let's hear a few we pearls on, of wisdom. We asked on Facebook. You, All right. You asked. Yeah. 
Um, things our dad said. What sayings are your dad are your dad famous for? Okay, all right. And, and do we get any answers? Mm-hmm. Westport Aquarium, um, oh, Washington. Yeah, so yeah. they said, usually it's never as bad as you think it's going to be. Mm, that's 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 a good statement. Yeah. Let me see. Let me try it. Let me see. Okay. Uh, you know, usually it's never bad as you think it's going to be. It's never as bad as you think it's going to be. How'd I do? Uh, pretty sad. Maybe I should wise. say that to my kids from now on. Yeah. You know, usually it's not as bad as you think it can is going to be. Mm-hmm. Garris said, of course, my dad really did say, if y'all fall out of that tree and break your leg, don't come running to me for sympathy. sympathy. <laughs> Gareth, that rocks. You know, how are they going to come running to you? With my dad used leg? to say stuff like that, too. Yeah. He'd say, well, you break your neck. Don't come running to me. And I would just look at him. So um, Greg's dad says, there are absolutely no absolutes. <laughs> there are absolutely no absolutes. Good job, Greg. Yeah. Your um, dad, dad was wise. Ruth said. Who? Ruth. Oh, okay. Said, say what you mean and mean what you say. Ah, that's nice. Yeah. That's a good um, one. <laughs> Wayne said, your good friend Wayne yeah. says, I can't think of any particular sayings that my dad said. However, my father-in-law had many classic sayings. <laughs> Most wouldn't really be appropriate. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Although I do remember him saying, well, somebody has to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember I've done a lot of memorials for people yeah. and funerals. And you wouldn't believe how many people listen to what you have to say. And when you're dead, they quote it back. Yeah, you got to be careful you what do. you say. There was this one funeral that I did. It was so, I mean, it sounds weird to say it was hilarious, but it was hilarious. I'll, I'll never forget. We were, um, it was kind of a, a awkward situation. But anyway, I went and I did it. And I always try to make the, the memorials very um, personal and uplifting. Mm-hmm. And so there was a big crowd of people there. And so I said at the beginning, look, at, we're going to open it up for your comments if you want to say anything about so-and-so. And so just think about what you want to say. And in about 10 minutes or so, I'll open it up. So if you give people time to think about it, they do. Mm-hmm. And so they're all thinking about stuff. And uh, this guy was in particular a real jokester. Okay, that was had passed away. Mm-hmm. And so I guess he had gotten into a lot of trouble and said a lot of racy things in his life. And I'll tell you what, they all knew what they were. And so <laughs> so I'm standing there and I'm kind of blushing a little bit because they're saying these hilarious things that he would say. And uh, and there there we go. It was quite it was quite an experience. So it was interesting to uh, hear some of the things they said, but it was also uh eye-opening of how many people pay attention to what you're saying even if you don't realize that they do yeah yeah i i think i need help with this one can you read that one which one joyce's it says every time we started out on a journey my dad would ask are these any cuddles bumming i don't i don't oh no 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 are the um are there any cuddies bumming do you understand that yeah are there any buddies coming Oh, he just switched it around. He just switched it around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, I mean, your dad used to say you used to say this one 
Oh, he, my dad had tons. He had of those things. backwards things that he would do with the. I, you know, he would say, "Eat up. There's plenty more to. There's plenty more stored in the cellar in a thimble." Yeah. He'd say like these weird colloquialisms, you know. Yeah. But, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, we could. We no, could. there was there was some more that I read to you that were hilarious. Yeah, I have to find. I them. did it twice on Facebook. Yeah, and actually, there's a. Thank few, you, by the way, for all of you that answered. There was a few other ones also. Um, by the way, if you didn't get in on that and you want to send in some uh, things that your dad said, you certainly can email us, Rick at takenwithyou.com or Amy at takenwithyou.com. You can also um, send us a voicemail if you want to. We have a voicemail line. It's 206-414-8499. That's 206-414-THWY. Okay. Um, I'm on another one here. Michelle says, This is great. Leave it better than you found it. Yeah, leave it better than you found it. I remember Mm -hmm. Mrs. Whitlock. That's not my dad, but she used to say, uh, "The job's never over till you're done." And I always thought that was an interesting. Go ahead. Okay, she was also a a Girl Scout leader too. Yeah, she Mrs. was. Mrs. Whitlock was, yeah. so I'm sure she. She had a few sayings. A lot I'm of sure. those things to her Girl Scout girls. Yeah. Jamie says, "I can't think of a a good saying, but my dad makes the best peanut butter cookies. <laughs> it was a great treat to help him." I really liked making the crisscrosses on the top of the cookies just before putting them in the oven. I remember that. I remember we did that. We would take a big, long fork. We had to make uh-huh. sure they were long forks. And you'd make the peanut butter cookie dough, and then you'd roll it into balls and put it on the cookie sheet, and then uh-huh. you'd go... You'd, you and dip, then you'd it dip it in, in sugar, powdered sugar. A regular... Grape. Ours was powdered sugar. Really? Yeah, powdered yeah, sugar. Was great. And then, and then sugar. you And then you push the fork down one way, then you turn it the other way and push it down, hmm. and it made little crisscrosses on really? the peanut butter Really, powder yeah. sugar. I've powder never sugar. heard of that. Okay. Um, Maybe it wasn't. Maybe <laughs> I was just dreaming. I think it was granular I'll have sugar. to ask my, my, my wife. I'll have to ask my mom. There's yeah. a difference between the two. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. My dad never made peanut butter cookies, but a cool, Jamie, that your dad did because that's mm-hmm. awesome. My dad really didn't cook. He could make peanut butter. My dad ate a lot of peanut butter, but he didn't cook it. He just put it on everything. He got he buy a gallon jug at a time. Of Adam's old fashioned, and we had to try to stir that big Because it had oil on the top and the peanuts on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, it was a mess to stir, but he liked that peanut butter. It's, um, Casey said, my dad often oh, began his advice well with, well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you. But... That was nothing surprising with Texas dads. What was surprising (laughs) was whenever I said something about enjoying my single life, he responded with, Right on, girlfriend! (laughs) In his very thick Texas cowboy accent. I'm still not sure where he learned that (laughs) phrase. Right on, girlfriend. Yeah, you probably make it sound more masculine than I did. Jade, come here. How you doing, Doug? This was really sweet. Trofa said, Christians never have to say goodbye to one another. We just say, see you later. See you later. That's true. And she said, see you later, Daddy. Aw, that's kind of sad. sad. (laughs) But Frank said, Yeah, Frank said, anytime something was broke, 
guess I've had it too long. <laughs> so that was sweet. And then I had a couple on when I asked the question too, but it might take me a second to find it. You got to get over to your. So what your were wall. I didn't say the one that you had put down. <coughs> what did I I put something down? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, my dad. I remember my dad actually saying, "Well, Ricky, you know, there are other fish in the sea." And you broke up with a girlfriend. Yeah. He yeah. I came I remember he was working on the tractor in the in the garage and I went and was pretty upset. I don't know even why I went to him because I usually didn't if I was emotional, but he stopped working, took the stuff off the spark plug and came over and said, "Well, you know, Ricky, there's other fish in the sea. Don't don't get all upset. And I'm like, thanks, Dad. I really wanted to hear that. And then you met me. No, then I went upstairs and listened to my Striper album. And then you met Come me. Come on, Rock! You Actually, gotcha! I think there were a few other girlfriends between that breakup and me. Let me think. <laughs> I don't remember who, it was, who the breakup was with. I think it was with your senior. No, wasn't it with your senior girlfriend? I never had a senior girlfriend. When Nobody were, over 70. No, when you were a senior in high school. Hi, Rick. Want to go to the movies? <laughs> Wasn't it the one that you, when you were in a senior in high school that you broke up with? Could have been. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. And then you had a couple other girlfriends. Oh, you know, you don't have to bring up the whole girlfriend thing. Yeah. You were just such a player. <sighs> I wasn't a player. <laughs> Maybe once was I a player. You were a Romeo. Yeah. Yeah. I've never just, gone out on you, so don't worry. Just suave, suave, suave. So, um. Jade. Jade's my My, my sister-in-law. Yeah. Jade's my okay. Shh. I'm playing with Jade. That's our wonder dog. dog. Okay. Listen now. Vicky, our sister-in-law, said, her dad said, with privilege comes responsibility. She was, her dad was Spider-Man's uncle? That's yep. awesome. I, yeah, he might have read the comic. I thought about that, too. That's awesome. Yeah. And then my Spidey another sister-in-law also posted. Oh. And and I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to read. Why don't you read this one? It's I'm not sure if I can read that right. You're better, Mr. Voiceover Artist. The one from Sue. I don't know what that is. Ish kabibble snicker fritz. Go take a long walk on a short dock. Dippy dopey disconnected dumb dumbbell. Uh, do as I say, not as I do. Probably not the kind of you're looking for, huh? <laughs> That's awesome, and then, Sue. See, I I don't think I think it needs a little clarification because her dad was also my junior high science teacher and my chemistry teacher in high school. And he would just get frustrated with. And he'd say some stuff of the, on a biscuit. I well, he would get frustrated with some of the kids, and you know, some of the teachers that had been there for Where? a long time. Where'd my dog go? They would say things. Jay. Like, what are you doing? I remember one of my teachers said, um, "When a te when a student would get the wrong answer, but it would be close, you know, like just a decimal point off, a tenth or a hundredth off, or something, and it'd be close, and he would say, close only counts in dancing and hung hand grenades.' Dancing and hand, hand grenades. grenades. I always heard close doesn't 
only counts. In horseshoes and hand grenades. Okay, well, he said dancing and hand grenades. Well, I guess they're both true. <laughs> and, um, and then that same teacher, this wasn't her dad, the same teacher my sister had when she, she was 17 years older than me, but she had him um, as a math teacher, and he'd say, go put a bag over your head to people. <laughs> and so one day she did it. She put a bag over her head? And she passed out. I maybe shouldn't be telling that story on her, sure. but... <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure your should sister I should have ever put a bag out? over her head. Should I edit that out? No, but, um, you're okay. But, you know, it kind of just we're talking about the things people But I, people I want everybody to know this like, listening. You had to have seen what she did when she said it. She goes, and and she and had one teacher that said, put a bag over your head. And then... And then, and then she, her eyes brighten, and her face gets all long, and she looks at me and goes, and she did it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going, why would my sister do that? I think she was just trying to be smart back at him, you oh know? So she put a bag over her head. See, look at it. And I passed out. <laughs> yeah. So and Then you had somebody else say, when I was a teenager, he told me, this will be the best time in your life. Enjoy it. Nancy yeah. said that. That was nice. And um, I I was thinking about some that my dad said, and I maybe have told some of these before, but I remember when I was in grade school, I think I was about nine, and we um, had put some heifers in the bullpen to... Oh, no. You're not going to say this part. This is the, the birds and bees. Bad. My... <laughs> My dad was instructing me in a good dairy farmer way about the facts of life and um, where babies came from. And so my dad was saying, saying, well, dear, um, that's how babies are made. And he pointed to the bull and the heifer. And I go, Dad, gross. And, you know, kind of shake my my shoulders and yuck and and he looks at me sincerely and he said you know dear without love and commitment it's exactly that crude wow <laughs> that was my facts of life talk your dad had a lot of things though oh he had and one of my favorite and i may have quoted this on here before i think it was a quote from abraham lincoln originally but my dad and my granddad, they all were ones to memorize lots of quotes and poetry. And but when my dad quoted, I remember I remember we were driving home from church, I think on a Sunday night or something, and he said, You know, there's so much good in the worst of us and so much bad in the best of us that hardly beho- behooves the best of us to talk about the rest of us. Wow. It's kind of a tongue twister, but very profound. It, it basically, we shouldn't, you know, just because we think we've got, we're better than somebody else, we shouldn't be talking behind their back because there's faults we have too. And so, you know, there's good things about people that maybe have had a harder life than we have that we might not always see. And there's things about us that might not be too shining too. Mm. Yeah. Any other sayings that you remember your dad having? Oh, he had a lot, but I, those are the ones I thought off the top of my head. You don't remember anymore? Uh, well, you know, after my dad passed away, I wrote a whole little booklet that talked about 
um, <laughs> there was one. I remember he, that. There was one he said, and and we, before we got married, I found a precious moments figurine that had a little farmer um, that was in a mud puddle. Mm-hmm. And there's a little pig like touching his nose, a little piglet. Yeah. And um, my dad had, my dad said something about everyone to his own. Said the farmer to his hog. Says, I can't remember it now, but it, it was, it was like everyone has their own something. You can't remember. Oh boy, I forgot it, but it it had something to do with a farmer and his hog. And, you know, <laughs> I was, I really wish I remembered that now, but I wrote it down at one time and I'm really glad I did, but I got to find that booklet. I made a little booklet of my dad's sayings and did a little artwork in it and put pictures of his life and Yeah. And then I I I photocopied it and gave it to all my family oh, <laughs> i better well, find that book i think you better <laughs> yeah well you now so for my dad you know he said the fish in the sea thing and then i don't remember him saying a whole lot of you know pearls of wisdom or anything he was always super supportive and so that i mean that's that's not he still is to this day he's very, very he's basically you know if you can if you can dream it you can do it and i'll help you if you need help kind of thing which has always been great to have a dad like that and I can't, you know, for for all, I mean, we all have our negative traits, but I don't remember a whole lot of those. He was just real quiet, mm-hmm. you know. He still is kind of quiet, you know. I mean, he can talk. The other day, we actually, I kind of shocked. We talked for like a half hour on the phone, and he's usually a little, little quieter than that. But it was fun. We always mm-hmm. have a good time talking, and we can visit forever when we're just sitting there. So it's always good to talk to Dad. But I don't, I mean, I remember him singing, Put your shoes on, Lucy, don't you know we're in the city? And okay. and then he would say something about um, home home again home again jiggity jog, I remember that whenever we'd pull in the driveway. And I'm trying to think of any other things that he said that were kind of cool. I remember one irritating thing my dad used to say to me. He'd say something irritating uh, to you. Well, you know, he would get up at three thirty, four in the morning, right. being a dairy farmer, and no matter how late we were up the night before you still had to get up we all had to be there up early for breakfast and not quite that early they put in about half a day's work before we had breakfast Um, but my dad would if I wasn't up and it was getting close to breakfast time or if I needed to get up and feed the calves or something he'd always go rise and shine you lazy lassie rise and shine and little Irish saying, eh? Yeah, and I don't know why, because he wasn't Irish, but <laughs> <laughs> but he would always, he would say that. It's like, uh. <laughs> I think though, you you know, your dad left a a pretty awesome legacy in in the spiritual aspect, though, yeah. and uh, he was always, uh, even though he was real busy on the farm and everything, he was he was uh, definitely someone who was took you to church and Went was involved in, in church activities yeah. and stuff. Every Sunday and choir practice and Bible study on Wednesday night. And he was very opinionated <laughs> about what he believed. He was. He was. I and mean, that can be bad sometimes, and it also can be good in sometimes. Yeah. You know, one thing, though, that I really appreciated about my dad, he was fairly opinionated, and yet at the same time, 
he was a man that lived what he preached. Mm-hmm. He, um, I think a lot of his faith was more caught than taught. Yeah. You know, he was someone who um, wasn't given to excesses except for with peanut butter and <laughs> i remember <laughs> i remember him saying the reason why he didn't drink is because he knew he didn't have a lot of self-control with peanut butter so he wasn't he didn't think he should try alcohol <laughs> that's funny. well that's one of the reasons i don't drink <laughs> yeah people uh, I'm, I'm i get a hard time from some folks because i don't drink but it's uh not not because i probably wouldn't enjoy it it's just i i just know me and uh, it wouldn't be good. I have an addictive personality, so I don't mm-hmm. want to. I don't want to start on something that could make me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> make you worse. I just know myself enough to know that I probably shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Right, Jade. Jade says I shouldn't do that. Yeah, she thinks that you should just hug your dog if you're stressed and pray. <laughs> and scratch your butt. Well, um, you gotta clarify that you're oh not my butt scratch the dog's butt i'm scratching right above her tail right here and she's licking her lips like a yeah forlorn you, you really animal. could edit that out that no was it's awkward. okay it's all right <laughs> you're funny but um you know i i am thankful that you know my dad wasn't perfect but you know he he lived what he said and i think he had a lot of integrity and um in our community growing up uh, he was looked at too as a an honest businessman and a um, someone that gave his time to help the community and his church and and his family and yeah. yeah and I think I think it's more important that we live the way we believe more than we say the way we believe, if that makes sense. And I think yes. my dad wasn't someone that would probably, you know, he would probably tell people if they asked him, but he wouldn't probably, you know, stand at a street corner and have a sign that says turn or burn or anything. But he he lived his faith out and in his everyday life, and that made a big difference. Yeah, big time. Well, I just know that um, it's it's good to have a dad, and it's good to have a dad that uh, that you can talk to and and that you can learn things from, especially when you look at their like you say, look at their lifestyle. And I think that's been I wrote on my Father's Day card to Dad that uh, I sure appreciated his example to me, and that he always supported us and loved us and cared about us, and so. That was a very important thing for for me, and it still is. Well, and another thing is, you know, he stayed married to your mom and been supported. How many years now? 55, 56, 56. Has it been that long? Well, didn't they celebrate their 50th about what? Well, when when Nathan and Ivy married by then? Yeah, they were. So it's only, they're about 53, maybe. We're going on 27, they're going on 54, I think. Yeah. I may be wrong. But, you know, that's a big deal to have a dad who's committed to a relationship yeah. with yeah. with your mom. Um, that doesn't happen a lot in today's day and age. Yeah. And, um, but I'm, just, I'm grateful for a good father. And I know that there are people that are, that are listening that maybe didn't have the greatest relationship with their dad. But, you know, one of the things that I really admire about my father was that his father was very difficult. 
Mm-hmm. And he actually beat my dad and, and you know, would was rather cruel mm-hmm. when he was growing Harsh. up. Harsh, yes. And even though he mellowed out when he got older, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't remember my grandpa like that at all. But he, I guess he was to dad. And I wondered all the time because dad wasn't super close to him. I mean, they we, we had him out for holidays and stuff like that. But I don't remember my dad being real super close to him. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, I felt like I knew him better than anybody else because I spent more time with my grandma and grandpa. But the stories that I heard were really interesting. I mean, one wasn't very good. I mean, yeah, I think it would get backhanded off the table. Backhanded he made, if they, they forced didn't him to eat all eat, their vegetables right. or something. They would. But get it was like he was he was kind of violent and abusive a little bit. Well, anyway, the the thing that I thought was interesting is that my mom and dad chose to, when they had kids, to completely parent differently. Mm-hmm. And even though there was a few things in there that he got from my grandpa, um, he was never like that with us. Mm-hmm. I don't ever remember a time that I was afraid of him other, other than, than maybe when he's teaching you how to drive. <laughs> well, yeah. But I mean, you know, he but was. you laugh about it now. We but... had a hack paddle or he, he'd spank us with his belt. And uh, you never wanted. He, and he was really mellow. So it took a lot for him to do that. And you just didn't want to have that happen. And I remember being, I just didn't want to get the spanking, but he was never mean, you know. You know, I, but, but what I was trying to say yeah. is that um, he chose, he chose not to be like that with us kids, and he was always there for us. He was always there for us. He loved us. Went to all of our events. Was just um, kind and uh, supportive, and and like you say, he stayed committed to to my mom, you know mm-hmm. and. That was a good example for me, and and but he, I knew he made a conscious decision to not be like his own father. So what I was going to say to people listening is that if you had a, a rough situation with your dad, and you have children, you have an opportunity to quit that cycle and not not be so rough on your kids. I mean, you can obviously you need to be a good dad and everything, but. Um, you have the ability to make a choice on how you act towards your kids, mm-hmm. and I think it's really important. You know, do we leave a legacy? Are the rules more important than the than the kid? I don't think so. I mean, even though I think it's important to have discipline, I also think it's important to love and live life, you know, mm-hmm. So uh, and love your kids. So you know, there you go. That's my two cents. How's that? And one last thought is that you were talking about how sometimes people have a hard time because of not having a loving, supportive father, and that can translate into their spiritual lives Mm -hmm. because I know a lot of people that that don't want anything to do with God because they look at him like their dad. Yeah. And, and Jesus was kind of revolutionary in the way that he taught about God because when the disciples asked him how to pray, he said, start praying like this, our father who is in heaven And that statement right there really changed theology Mm -hmm. for the time because up until then... They hadn't referred to him as a father. They didn't refer to God as a father. He was the creator. He was the provider. Jehovah God. There's a lot of different names in the Old Testament for God. You know, God is my fortress. God is my provider. God is my healer. And they were all things that God could do for you as an all-powerful creator 
deity. Um, but Jesus, when he came to this earth, he taught God, he taught about God in a different way. And more being a loving father than Yes, a, about how God so loved the world. Right. And that that God was this Abba, which it translated was Daddy. And that was revolutionary because most people and I think there's a it's okay to see God as an all powerful, almighty creator and have reverence for him. But there's also a more intimate, in a familiar, family way, relationship with God through Christ. Mm -hmm. And that is as daddy. And I think when people haven't had a loving relationship Sometimes it can be harder. with their father, it's hard to see God as daddy. Sure. And um, so, you know, that's just something to pray about, you know, and if you want, want us to pray for you, you're welcome to email us and we can, you know, pray for yeah. he healing for that part of your life. And and I think one of the best ways to get healing is just to talk to God and, and tell him of our hurts and our sorrows and ask him to to heal that. And sometimes it takes time. It doesn't always just happen overnight. Sometimes there needs to be some forgiveness, realizing that, you know, our earthly parents are human and they make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes hurt people hurt people. They most likely were hurt themselves um, by their parents. We've talked about that yeah. with some of, you know, families that we've known and even in our family where you've had um, abusive or cold great grandparents and then your grandparents were affected by that and you know so it, so it can go on but but God can change things I believe God can soften hearts what are you doing I don't know I found this this elbow bracelet thing or elbow brace I actually think that was my ankle brace oh well I put my hand in like a sock puppet <laughs> <laughs> and it looks pretty cool. It looks like a, a black luminaire. Ho, ho, ho. Hello there, Amy. <laughs> okay, dear. Okay, we need to wrap things up. Okay, Sorry. go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. She's <laughs> Okay, what are you doing there? Playing with a sock puppet while you talk about serious You know, things. this is, you know, what I live with. This is my, my life with a husband with ADD. <laughs> I don't have ADD. He's very creative, but he has a short attention span. Now we put it on an empty Sunny D carton. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. If you want to get a hold of us, please do. You can get a hold of us at um, www.takenwithyou.com. Mm -hmm. Email us at rick at takenwithyou.com or amy at takenwithyou.com. You can get a hold of us at Facebook, um, facebook.com forward slash rick.moyer or facebook.com forward slash amy.moyer. There you go. And do you want to pray for people? Sure. Go ahead. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> Was I cough and choke? Sorry. Okay. I'll put my sock puppet down. <laughs> yes, please do. Of course, you could always pray with a sock puppet. That might be kind of interesting. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> be like no. that the blue like jazz movie. Yeah, no, no, I'm no. still trying to find a church that has a 
outstanding puppet ministry. Okay, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! How are we gonna pray now? You started it, <laughs> the little puppet thing. Well, what's your dear name? Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in trouble now. I just oh, turned off half the audience. Just got sacrilegious on everybody. Because used my sock puppet voice. <laughs> All right. Father, thank you um, that you care about us and that you love us. And you even love sock puppets. But I, I do pray, Lord, for every single person listening that um, that you would help each one of us to understand who you are as our Father. Thank you for the fathers that have raised us in a way that has been good and we appreciate your love for us and help us God to to care about our kids in a way that you would in Jesus name amen amen I just petted my dog Jade why don't you lay down Jade come why? on why? Jade down here why to lay down? because you're too distractible it's time to end the podcast. Okay. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. I uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'll be back next week when we answer Krista's question, how did we completely change careers and move forward? Um, and how do we switch gears? And what are some ways you can do that? Okay. This has been a Moria Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2013. All rights reserved. Well, you know how to say it when you need to. I guess. Uh-huh. Bye, everybody. Happy Father's Day. All right. God bless all.
Father's Day, Dad. I love you. <laughs> 